Monday Night Football tonight at Lucas Oil Stadium. We're going to talk about what the Colts need to do to beat the Steelers. And that the Colts need to beat the Steelers. If you want to stay in the playoff hunt, and yesterday on network TV, I swear to God, I saw it. They showed the standings for the AFC, and it said, in the hunt, Colts still there at 4-6-1. 4-7-1, that doesn't work. 4-5-6-1, or five, six and one, that does work. you got to get a win tonight. If you have any expectation of being successful the next two games, you are at Dallas next Sunday night, short week. Dallas, long week because they played on Thanksgiving, and then you've got to buy, and then you go to Minnesota. Minnesota playing exceptionally well uh, this season also. So uh, the road, perilous for the Colts. We're going to talk about what they need to do to get that win tonight, though. Indiana lost the bucket game. There were announcements over the weekend at Nebraska and at Wisconsin that I think impact the way Indiana's got to start thinking about college football. And, and there's just no way around that. It, it, it's a tough discussion, but we've got to have it. Indiana basketball, they got a big game coming up on Wednesday. Purdue basketball is rolling. Purdue basketball won the Phil Knight Invitational. Beat Gonzaga, beat Duke. They are playing some really, really good basketball, as Purdue always seems to in November. If only they could play this well in March. Going to talk a little bit about the Chicago Bears just because it's fun. I saw Indianapolis's biggest Bears fan yesterday at a local, uh, a local, let's just call it a, a snack and beverage center. And uh, he, he was still glowing about the future of the Chicago Bears. Indiana soccer got a big win over the win over the weekend over Marshall. This is Breakfast with Kent for Monday, November 28, 2022, brought to you by the great people at BUSR, BUSR.com slash Kent. Get in on this bonus. Your initial deposit, you go to that website, BUSR.com slash Kent. The bonus is 150% of your initial deposit up to $2,500 in free play. That is sweet. That is, it's sports wagering. It's casino wagering, all that stuff. Now let's talk about sports. Make sure you subscribe so you are eligible to win one of these great prizes. Got a mini helmet signed by Ron Day. Got a jersey signed by Andre Tippett. So subscribe, like the video, ring the bell if you want an alarm saying, hey, Kent Sterling's live again. And, uh, of course, donate if you have a mind to. We will be back for Inside Indiana Sports now this afternoon. And then late tonight, post-game action. Can't wait to talk to you about a Colts win at Lucas Oil uh, Stadium. All right. Let's talk. And, and a call-in, of course, a call-in later today. It's a game day. We didn't do one over the weekend because we didn't have a game day over the weekend. So we'll do it tonight. Uh, the Colts are two-and-a-half-point favorites. The over-under is 39-and-a-half on that game. Uh, Colts have averaged 15.7 points per game. Steelers, 17 points per game. The Colts have averaged, uh, they have allowed uh, 28 points per, per game, 20 points per game, I'm sorry. And the Steelers have allowed 24.4 points per game. The Steelers' offense is lacking dynamism at all weapon spots. They're not very good. Kenny Paws Pickett, uh, he is not real good. His QBR is 43. 
Najee Harris, 3.7 yards per carry. That ain't good. And then as a wide receiver, George Pickett's kind of coming into his own a little bit. 83 yards in his last game. He's had one game with 100 or more yards receiving. He was first-round pick. And, and a guy that really, sort of that weapon that the Colts need to start looking at. I mean, they just don't, right? They gave away the first-round pick last draft for Carson Wentz. And so they didn't get a first-round pick. And they take Alec Pierce at 53. Alec Pierce has got to start getting some footballs delivered to him, and he's got to start bringing them down. Matt Ryan and he seem to have a thing going early in the season. They don't need more. Alec Pierce has got to start getting off for this offense to move the football in a meaningful way, and that has got to start tonight because the Steelers' run defense stinks, or pass defense stinks. The run defense is actually pretty good. The pass defense is not. Yeah, Pickens uh, out of Georgia went in the second. Um, and, and you're right, uh, 52nd overall, the, the Colts did not get him. And that's okay. I like Alec Pierce. Alec Pierce is fine. The first-round pick, uh, that they, the Colts need guys. And that first, when you miss on a first-round pick, it sets you back five years. That's what happens. And this past year, because the Colts dealt for Carson Wentz, they gave away that first-round pick plus a third. The, the second-rounder was upgraded to that first because Carson Wentz met the 70% criteria of, of snaps taken. And it really set this franchise back. That is a bad deal. That's the kind of a deal that gets a general manager fired. We don't need to talk about that right now. I don't think Chris Ballard's head is on the chopping block at this moment, but I think that the slack in the rope has all been given away by Chris Ballard because of where this Colts team is. You look at the offensive line, the most expensive offensive line in football, you got two big holes on that offensive line. Hopefully we see that Bernie Ryman... That's what Jeff calls, Jeff Saturday calls him, so that's what we call him. Bernie Ryman uh, plays a little bit better tonight because if he doesn't, you got a problem. T.J. Watt can get to the quarterback, and then on Sunday night coming up, Micah Parsons, he is a wrecking machine. He, flat, destroys quarterbacks and changes games. So Ryman, baptism by fire tonight and Sunday night. We'll see what the Colts can do. The injury report for the Colts, Pay out. Zaire Franklin is questionable. Uh, Kylan Granson is doubtful. DeForest Buckner, questionable. Franklin and Granson both have illness issues. Uh, for the Steelers, Witherspoon and Warren are out. Boykin and uh, Spillane are questionable. So there you go. What's it mean? means the... Uh, the Colts have their work cut out for them tonight and for the rest of the season, but we take these games one at a time. The road to 9-7-1 starts with that game tonight, and then it continues with a game against the Cowboys. And you've got a bye week to get yourself rested and well for the, the final four games of the regular season, and hopefully we're talking about a postseason. Is it likely that the Colts are going to be in the playoffs? It is not likely they're going to be in the playoffs. But we hold out hope because it's all we can control. It's what we can control. 
as people who enjoy watching that team play, we hope that they're able to win tonight, and then you start thinking about the Cowboys tomorrow. And then if you beat the Cowboys, you feel really good going into the bye week, and you've got a trip to Minnesota ahead of you, and you hope you're able to get things done there. Then you've got the Chargers at home, the Giants on the road, Texans back here. you got to find a way to win five of these games, including tonight's game against the Steelers. Uh, the red zone efficiency for the Colts is going to be an issue, and it has been all season. They are uh, at, it, and this is in terms of touchdowns scored, they are 30th at 43 and a third percent. Uh, the last three games, they've been 31st at 28.6. The Steelers aren't any great shakes either for the season. They're ranked 20, 26th at 48.4%. But when you get into the red zone, the field gets shrunk. And if, if the defense is kind of condensed in that tight area, Matt Ryan has a difficult time, and Jonathan Taylor, maybe more importantly, has a difficult time. Colts have got to be able to run the football well in the red zone or throw the football. Either one will do, right? Uh, with a win, the Colts are going to be two games out of both the division and the wild card because a bunch of teams won over the weekend that you really wish didn't, but the Titans lost. So I guess that's kind of a good thing. Uh, two back after tonight, that you can negotiate. Uh, three back after tonight with just five left for the Colts on the regular season schedule. That is much more difficult to uh, navigate. The Bears, they lost yesterday to the Jets 31-10. Uh, the Bears are 3-9. and nine. And Bears fans are walking around, and I saw one, a well-known one, in the city of Indianapolis last night. He was very, very pleased because they've got their franchise quarterback. I said, where was he? Where was Justin Fields? We didn't see him yesterday. Uh, Luke Fickle has been named Wisconsin's next head coach. He replaces Paul Christ, who was fired midseason. So Fickle's going to take over that program. Luke Fickle out of Cincinnati the hottest, right, non-Power 5 coach in college football has decided he's leaving Cincinnati, a program he built to great success, and he's going to go to the Badgers. Matt Rule, who was really, really good at Baylor for three years, took him from a one-win team to a 7-6 and six team, and then to a, uh, a team that won a lot of games, double-digit wins at Baylor. He jumps to Carolina. It doesn't do that well in the NFL because Carolina, let's face it, is a dumpster fire. He gets hired at Nebraska. Indiana, meanwhile, they lose a bucket game 30-16. to They have a 7-3 halftime lead that Tom Allen celebrated as though they had won a national championship. I don't understand. You, you can't have peaks and valleys emotionally like Indiana has from its leader and, and be successful. You just can't. You watch coaches. Watch any successful coach. Do you see any of them behave like that? Even Dabo Sweeney, who's borderline crazy himself, borderline bipolar in his behavior on the sideline, he looks like Nick Saban compared to Tom Allen. Tom Allen, up and down and up and down and up and down. You, an emotional mind is not an organized mind. Indiana has time. Who do you feel better about? I mean, as you look around the Big Ten and you say, okay, even at like Rutgers, Greg Schiano, 
right? Mel Tucker, not the best coach in, in the Big Ten. We saw that when Indiana beat them in overtime. But wow, where's Indiana compared to all these other programs in terms of leadership? That's a legit question that I think Scott Dolson, the athletic director at Indiana, has got to answer. Uh, at any rate, bucket game, a loss for the Hoosiers. Purdue, conversely, 6-0 and in college basketball. Purdue wins the Phil Knight Invitational with wins over Gonzaga and a win over Duke where they just beat the brakes off Duke. They were terrific. Purdue really plays well in November and in November, you scratch your head just like last year and say, wow, is this the year that Matt Painter finally goes to a Final Four for the Boilermakers for the first time since 1980? And Lee Rose as the coach, Joe Barry Carroll as the center. Is it? We'll see. It's a deep team. You got Caleb first coming off the bench. You're a deep team. Zach Eady is a mountain of a man who is very, very difficult to negotiate for opponents. He is tough to prepare for. And, and you've got, you got guys on this team that really, really fit well together. Matt Painter having a hell of a time. Those three games, those three wins, those are a big deal for the Boilermakers winning this thing. They were not expected to win this thing out in Oregon. Uh, but they did. They've got Florida State in the Big Ten ACC Challenge coming up Wednesday at uh, 7.15. Pacers lost last night, 114-100 to uh, to the Clippers. Lakers tonight at 10.30, that on Valley Sports. Uh, wow, Zubach, 31-29 last night. That, that's doing work. Uh, Indiana, North Carolina on Wednesday. Tar Heels lost twice this weekend in Oregon. They lost to Alabama yesterday in four overtimes. That was just... That was insanity. Uh, Indiana soccer going to the Elite Eight in the NCAA soccer tournament for the 28th time. That's unbelievable. They play against UNC Greensboro. That coming up this Saturday. They beat Marshall yesterday 1-0. Great season for the Hoosiers. Kind of unexpected success for Indiana. Indiana ranked 13th. UNC Greensboro ranked 12th. Indiana gets a win. They go to the Final Four again. And in the Final Four, they'd play an unranked opponent because both of the uh, the teams, I believe, I saw this this morning, are, uh, are unranked. There you go. Let's celebrate some birthdays, shall we? Uh, Jill Ann Ridenour, happy birthday. The great Ken Owen, celebrating a birthday. Mike O'Brien, celebrating a birthday. Jerry Tor, happy birthday. And the great Sage Steele, happy birthday. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else that's best done with an honest and specific compliment. Lift each other. Let's not pull each other down, get mad at each other. You know, there's like this angry driving thing going on in Fishers and Noblesville. What the hell is going on? Be a human being. Understand that people are fallible. Let's lift each other. Don't pull each other down. And for God's sake, don't shoot each other from cars. We'll talk to you later this afternoon inside Indiana Sports Now. I can't wait.